All right, it's St. Patrick's Day Eve here at bourbonblog.com. And, and who did I decide to invite to celebrate the day before St. Patrick's Day with me? It's my good friend, Stephen Teeling, co-founder. Hey, guys. Teeling Distillery, sales and marketing director. He's You're right. You're actually at the Teeling Distillery right now, aren't you, my friend? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think it was uh, raising a glass for you, uh, we're here nearly eight years ago when we were just starting. So uh, you go way, 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 way back. You uh, you were uh, you were there even before we were uh, we were officially open. So uh, yeah, that's great, right. Great to great to see you all virtually and probably um, fresher pre St Patrick's Day than if you were to speak to me next week after uh, the weekend that we have planned ahead. <laughs> no, it's great to see you nearly eight years to the day, my friend, and of course from seeing you all. In your beginnings, following what you've been doing there at Teeling for many years, and including you all in our whiskey education series at Bourbon Blog. I mean, obviously, we love what you do, your whiskey. You've really carved out such a special place in the world of Irish whiskey. So big congrats to you on that. That's just really um, incredible what Thank you've you. done. And uh, I thought it'd be a perfect time to have you pre-St. Patrick. What do you, first of all, you mentioned what you have planned for this weekend. What do you have planned, not only there at the distillery, but all around the world. Yeah, I suppose it's uh, our first proper global St. Patrick's Day in, in nearly three years because of all the ups, downs, swings and roundabouts we've had throughout the pandemic. So uh, we have a lot of um, activations planned, uh, in particular in the US. We've uh, we've a whole host of um, teeling events happening all around the country uh, in uh, I suppose true tealing fashion, uh, a traditional or putting a spin on some of these traditional Irish um, celebrations. So we have these things called the Phoenix Snugs or uh, these parlors um, in a lot of bars where I suppose people can go and enjoy tealing whiskey, uh, can enjoy some um, twists on old classics like uh, uh, Irish coffees done in a tealing way, some old classic um, cocktails, and hopefully. Uh, not a huge amount of green beer in sight. So give people, a, I suppose, an authentic teeling St. Patrick's Day experience on the ground in some of these uh, bars all around and the US. And um, I suppose hopefully give people um, a flavor for some of the stuff that we're actually doing in the distillery as well. With, you know, we put a big emphasis on trying to create what we feel is one of the most interesting Irish coffees where we do it the Dublin way or a Dublin coffee where... We're utilizing a lot of different ingredients of um, locally roasted coffee. Uh, we use a stout syrup. And we're actually uh, doing something really cool in New York by pairing up with a Brooklyn-based roastery at Variety, uh, who are doing a really cool uh, teeling uh, whiskey coffee truck right down there in, uh, right in the heart of New York. Uh, to give people what we would say an eye-opener on St. Patrick's morning uh, to get started and uh, give them a taste of some um, specially bespoke roasted and um, teeling Irish coffees that uh, we're going to be associating ourselves with some of the bars around the area um, and give people really a glimpse in some of the innovations that we're using, not only in the, um, in the whiskey, but also how we're kind of showing up. So again, uh, we've taken something quite traditional Irish whiskey and hopefully innovated right. and made it quite fun. Um, Irish Irish whiskey is quite social and St. Patrick's Day is a big celebration for that. 
Absolutely. And again, the variety, uh, variety roasters, their uh, variety coffee roasters, they've actually roasted yeah. a coffee just for St. Patrick's Day that is a perfect blend, I hear, to blend in with the um, with that wonderful uh, whiskey. Yeah, well, we uh, we found a huge amount of uh, crossover with, um, I suppose, the coffee producers with even uh, Alex Chasco, our master blender, um, yeah. based around flavors, so balance. So we worked with um, the team there in Variety to taste uh, our whiskey and match it with a specific bespoke um, blend that we feel really, really accentuates a lot of the flavors of the whiskey, and also as well will stand up really, really nicely in an Irish coffee. And uh, we've done a few bespoke um, cocktail kit packs and both trying to put our own teeling stamp on it to, to give people a really unique experience for, for St. Patrick's Day because it's a widely celebrated uh, Irish um, festival, but we're trying to probably recreate some of the stuff that we do in Dublin um, in places like New York and the Irish coffee, um, and as we call it, the Dublin coffee, is a big focus for us innovating on what has been a really traditional way in which Irish whiskey is consumed and putting our own stamp on it. And uh, the guys in Brooklyn, there are really, really um, quality focused. They match, match with ourselves and no better time to be giving people Irish coffees uh, than on St. Patrick's Day to, to, to get them in the mood. So everything, I mean, again, there's so many great things you're doing just to really uh, make this such a special St. Patrick's Day. And, and as you mentioned, uh, one of the first normal ones in several years, I want to make sure that everybody who's watching yes. this live uh, can go right to where all this is talked about. Uh, we're, we have it up as a link live now on bourbonblog.com forward slash teeling. That will take you right to the coffee. That'll take you right to the snug, uh, the cocktail kit. All of that is listed there. So if you're watching Go to that link. That will have all of what we're talking about because you still have a little time to get that kit to, to go by in New York or in many cities to um to get that parlor uh, that snug that snug uh, registered uh, through the uh, parlor room. A snug. I'm now being in Ireland, spending some time with you there, my friend. Uh, what is what is a snug for those that don't know? Snug is a, a sort of a special. A little secret in a, in a traditional bar in Ireland where, you know, when the madness gets a little bit too much out there, you can escape to the snug where you can enjoy, let's say, a nice craft cocktail, a whiskey, um, and actually catch up with people. Um, and I think probably for St. Patrick's Day in particular, because there's a lot of energy going on, uh, sometimes it's quite hard to have, a, I suppose, a, a specific area where you can go and enjoy, relax enjoy your whiskeys, enjoy some conversation. And the snug or the parlor is this perfect example within a bar, a little area, a bar within a bar where in Ireland, they sometimes even have a little secret hatch where you can order directly to the bar and you can get your drinks directly into this little snug. And it was usually uh, kept for, I suppose, the, the regulars or some of the family members or, or people who are looking for a little bit more of a, an intimate occasion. So what we've found, and, you know, luckily enough for me, traveling the whole world since a young age, celebrating St. Patrick's Day all around the world, it can be pretty lively. Uh, what we wanted to do is give people an opportunity to enjoy St. Patrick's Day, but also be able to enjoy their drinks. So these snugs are parlor bars, and we partnered with some of the 
best uh, whiskey, craft cocktail, um, bars around the whole of the US. And just having these little havens where people can go and enjoy themselves and maybe learn a little bit more about our whiskeys, you know, maybe scratch beneath the surface a little bit on some of the craft cocktails that we're doing. And yeah, just have a really good time um, because I think with, uh, with St. Patrick's Day, um, with Irish whiskey and with everything that we stand for, it's a celebration of um, family, friends, you know, good Irish whiskeys, good cocktails, good drinks, um, and no better way to do it than in one of these snugs. Um, and we just thought it's a cool concept, kind of bringing what we do in Ireland to different areas around the US um, and being able to do it physically because for a while a lot of stuff was done virtually. We're saying this would be so cool that we could recreate this snug parlor bar environment that we would have different areas in Dublin where the snugs and the parlor bars are the most sought after areas on St. Patrick's Day. And we would do something similar in the distillery whereby you've been to Dublin plenty of times. So you understand the madness that is Temple Bar. We were always saying the distillery is more like an extended snug that people can go to, to enjoy nice drinks and a bit of calm before the madness. It's good to have a bit of madness on St. Patrick's Day, but you know, to have an area to escape to that you can actually relax and enjoy yourself. Absolutely. No, what a, what a cool concept. And um, again, Stephen Teeling from Teeling Distillery, co-founder, sales and marketing uh, director. Tell us down below as you're watching this, what uh, maybe one of your favorite Teeling expressions is, or if you've been to the distillery, uh, like I have, tell us that below. Now take us on a little bit of a, a mental journey uh, to Dublin this week. What is it looking like yeah. there in Dublin as far as more tourists coming back for St. Patrick's Day? And what's it looking like there um, at Teeling? Yeah, it's fascinating. I think uh, we were just talking about it earlier on. We had our busiest Saturday um, in a very, very long time with, right. I suppose, a wall of um, people arriving into Dublin to- to basically party the whole week for St. Patrick's week. So if the weekend pre-St. Patrick's Day is anything to go by, the city is going to be off the charts. Um, So uh, I think what we had last year, um, we only got sort of probably nine months of the year in terms of visitors into Ireland, just with the way things played out. But this year, um, I think we're planning on having nearly uh, 800, 900 people through our doors and um, actually the day before and the day after St. Patrick's Day tend to be the busiest days. So today and um, the 18th, because if you've been to Dublin for St. Patrick's Day, uh, the parade goes around the whole of the city. So it's not as easy to get around and a lot of uh, a lot of other activities are happening. So we're expecting probably uh, eight, nine hundred people today um, on Saturday. And then also for St. Patrick's Day, we're actually doing quite a lot of bespoke events. So we're doing a special food pairing with a really, really cool local producer where we're pairing the whiskeys with um, some bespoke Irish foods, um, which is getting a big crowd in. We're doing a showcase for our specific Irish coffee for a lot of um, US people who are traveling in for the day. We're uh, doing even a bespoke St. Patrick's Day cocktails. We're doing... um, all, all sorts of good stuff. 
And the way in which this is all played out as well, Ireland are playing against England in Dublin in rugby on the day after St. Patrick's Day. So it's like oh, wow. the perfect storm of, yeah, it, it, it's it's as if every party occasion came together at the same time. <laughs> we have uh, people from all over the world. We had uh, uh, 200 people in from the US uh, yesterday. We've got a lot of touring parties who are over. Um, Actually, even uh, Notre Dame are playing American football here in August, and they somehow swung it that their farm trip to get the lay of the land was St. Patrick's Week, almost like they planned it, you know, before they're here in August. And we're working uh, as a sponsor for that as well. So huge influx of different people, a huge influx of, uh, of people here just to experience it. There's lots of concerts, lots of live music. We're doing a special pop-up bar downstairs in the distillery opening things up um and yeah it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a lot of fun uh, we're doing some specific uh, distillery select tastings as well where you can get a variety of different distillery exclusive tastings uh, alex will be knocking around uh, before he clocks off to, to go for a few drinks himself so yeah a whole lot of fun um, and a whole lot of excitement in the city again it's it's great to see everyone back um and uh, long may it continue this and, and 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 again, yes, long may it continue. Some great games coming up. The rugby game, England and Ireland Saturday, and I had heard about that Notre Dame game, which Notre Dame is not not too far away from from where we're at. So that is uh, that is incredible Huge. that they're all by this week. That is uh, very ten cool. years, ten years since we're here. Yeah, so it's Notre ten Dame versus the Navy, and it'll be the first first opening uh, football game outside of their stadium. So I think they said 45,000 fans were already on their way. So <laughs> the fighting Irish traveling en masse. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's brilliant to see. And not just people from the U.S., people from all over. We've had Australians, Canadians. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just a celebration. And it's a really, really social event. And um, since you visited the distillery, I've, uh, yeah. I've subsequently I've had two, two children and I'm bringing them now in to uh, see the, the parade in Dublin. <laughs> uh, from having one here. big child of the distillery to having two of my own children. But uh, uh, it used to be a big tradition when we were younger that my father, who uh, obviously has been involved in Irish whiskey for a long time, he used to bring me, my brother, and my sister in to see the parade, you know, uh, from an er early age. So we'll be doing something similar. And we're actually doing it en masse. It's my brother and his kids. Me and my kids, uh, and then uh, my father and my mother. So it's going to be a nice multi-generational tealing affair in the morning, probably followed by a lot of fun had by the adults later in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that is, uh, it's, it's so amazing, everything you have going on. I'm going to put this website up also for people can, that can see, uh, because you, know, you have the small batch, you have the black bitch, you have, you have so many expressions that we love. You have a couple. Now, one of them, uh, I got to talk with Alex about not too long ago, the 32-year-old um, yeah. Purple Mascot, and then the Wonders of Wood. I mean, you're really doing some great innovations there. Like, that, no one else in the world of Irish whiskey yeah, yeah, has dude. ever done. They've never done it. Oh, it's so yeah. beautiful. Tell I, th I think about. that was the whole, whole, whole prep, yeah. Uh, the whole premise of us setting up, and I think we would have said that to you, even how we've constructed the distillery was right. – a real focus on innovation and trying to reimagine Irish whiskey in, in a different way. So Alex, and you've, you've met him, you've spoken to him. 
um, yeah. came at Irish whiskey uh, without a huge amount of, I would say, pre pre preconceptions or you know, he he just came at it fresh um, and he has given us a real uh, insight into unique barrel maturation, unique mash bills. We use our own bespoke yeast in the distillery and things like the wonders of wood, which um, for us was a big, big focus because single pot still being inherently Irish, but also Dublin single pot still, which had fallen away for, you know, nearly a hundred years. We were the first new distillery in such a long time. Yes. We wanted to come out there and say, look, this is us, this is Dublin, this is Teal, and do it our way. And the Wonders of Woods um, is a real celebration of that. It's 50-50 um, malted, unmalted um, barley, but then we have fully matured it in this virgin chinkapin, chinkapin oak, which uh, had never really been done before for, for single pots, though, which, again, when we say Wonders of Woods, there's a lot more flexibility for Irish whiskey versus Scotch, whereby we can use different wood varietals, um, oak. And so we've used American oak. Uh, we've uh, done a second one for Wonders of Wood too, which would be Portuguese virgin oak. We've got a, a third one in the pipeline for using some Swedish oak. And again, it's just, it's great for us to present new styles of Irish whiskey that people really haven't experienced before. And this particular one, the Wonders of Wood, won world's best single pot still last year. And it was the first time we'd kind of wrestled the mantle from, uh, I suppose, the big guys down there in Cork. Uh, Redbreast would have won it for, for many, many years. It was the first time ever anyone else has really won it. So that for me to go full circle from building the distillery from scratch, you know, been involved in every process from the grains, the yeasts, how we run the stills, the, the barrel to be able to step up and win world's best was such a proud moment and really for me has put a, a huge amount of, I suppose, confidence in, in what we're doing. And uh, I think that wonders of wood, the single pot still, there's much more to, to come. Um, and the 32-year-old that you would have tasted, you know, yeah. we were blessed to have stock of some of this really old single malt, some of the world's oldest actual Irish single malt that, we've been able to take and put our own spin in it by putting it in interesting casks. And the purple muscat was, you know, one of a few innovations that we've done in this series called the very rare casks. Um, and it's just finding really exceptional woods and looking for ways in which we can accentuate some of the flavors that come from some of that older single malt. And yeah, it's, it's fascinating. We actually have a, a really, really old expression potentially in the pipeline for, for the end of the year, which would be a 40-year-old, which, oh. again, I think I would have been um, two, year, two years of age when that was distilled. So <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's something pretty cool. But the, the Wonders of Woods and the Black Pits, all of the stuff that we've done out of Dublin, um, you know, eight years on from when you were there to be able to bottle stuff up that right. didn't even exist when you visited us first in Dublin, it's hugely rewarding. Uh, and really exciting to be able to get it in front of people in the U.S. and get them to taste it. And what I've noticed, and, you know, we've had we had over 100,000 uh, people visit us last year. We're hoping to get 120,000 people come through our doors. The amount of knowledge now coming through the doors in terms of U.S. Irish whiskey connoisseurs is huge compared to when we started. So people coming to Dublin, 
looking to try things they hadn't tried before, really interested in different expressions, single malt, single pot still, peated Irish single malts, you know, aged Irish single malts. It's, it's really, and, um, you know, I can only see that getting better. It's very one of the most exciting times in recent history to be involved in Irish whiskey. So, um, again, uh, without getting too carried away, it's a, it's it's a, it's a brilliant time, um, and I can I can only judge by what I see. You know, with the people drinking Irish whiskey, it's a really good time to be involved. It yes, it it is, and to know that you know Irish whiskey, I've always enjoyed Irish whiskey for many years, but it seems like when you all came on the scene you all really helped to inspire some innovation, obviously in your own distillery, but people I think have gotten more and more excited about uh, Irish whiskey the last few years. Not just, I mean, obviously we're very excited about it for St. Patrick's Day, but we've stayed excited about it um, all year yeah. long, thanks to uh, yeah. to your innovations. Uh, look, uh, and, and thank you. And I suppose like advocates like yourself as well, like you, you've been, you've been, uh, hot on Irish whiskey before maybe Irish whiskey was where it is as it currently is. And you've, you've been a big supporter. And again, I think what, what I've seen, you know, uh, bourbon as well has been a really interesting one for us to see that explosion because the higher proofs, the barrel aging, the, I suppose, more flexibility that bourbon has had to excite consumers and open their eyes to maybe different expressions that, maybe Scotch was quite focused in how they approach things. Whereas American and Irish, I think has loosened things up a bit. Um, you know, world whiskeys in general, it tends right. to be more open and social. And what I've found is social for Irish is very much enjoying it with people asking questions. There's no massive hang up on the right way to do it. You know, so you can enjoy Irish whiskey straight. You can enjoy Irish whiskey with, ice you can enjoy it in a craft cocktail you can enjoy different varieties and there isn't maybe that stigma whereas you know for years i've traveled and done whiskeys and you know it was quite formal and i think we viewed that irish whiskey can be serious about the quality but maybe just a bit more open to allowing people to enjoy it in different ways i agree there's something that's a, 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 a huge new entries yeah yeah. yeah, it's a, there's an approachability. There's a uh, just like um, the people. There's a friendliness to the whole approachability of Irish whiskey to the flavor. I mean, it really reflects the people in many ways. I think Irish whiskey does. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose they, they would say people come to Ireland for the Irish welcome. So again, uh, the 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 I suppose openness uh, of Ireland in general, um, hopefully reflects in the whiskey and I suppose our attitude and we'd always be um you know I could I have been walking around the distillery today you could see backpackers from California you can see wow. retirees from the UK you can see students from Ireland and everyone is there for you know they're just open and they're looking to discover something and it's a really cool uh and environment to be in because it just means that it's multifaceted and it's not a, an exclusive club you know uh, right. where you know maybe in years gone by whiskey whiskey can be feel a little bit it's a big jump in case you make the wrong decision so irish whiskey is undergoing a bit of a renaissance i suppose we're we, we we've been uh, pushing it since probably 2012 all the way back to when my father started the distillery in the 80s 
um, we're just starting to see a real momentum shift um, and uh, the future is, is is very bright. There's a lot of very good people now involved in Irish whiskey and a lot of very uh, innovative, quality focused and a younger generation doing things uh, in a very different way. And it's, it's just a very exciting time. Well, it is an exciting time. So many innovations. I mean, from what I hear, there's so many innovations that you all have laid down there. There are, you started with some very old stock. Now that you've been at this for a number of years, you're, the whiskey you've been making there at your distillery, you have some, some older stock of your own. I mean, don't you now? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, I think we're uh, eight and a bit years old. So, you know, a lot of our, uh, you know, our black pits, the wonders of woods, um, yeah. all of our, our single malt, um, they're all Dublin distilled, Dublin made. Um, and I think uh, as we get older, there's more we can do for the for the black pits. We just did a, its first line extension, which was one called the Big Smoke, which was a cast strength version, which was a little bit of a heavier piece, which Ooh. again, it's like slowly bringing people into peated Irish, which like for a while people were like, oh, it's a big jump. But for us, it's it's just something that it was traditionally inherent. You know, peat is everywhere in Ireland. It's just something that right. got dropped when there was a monopoly in Ireland. And it's something we felt was was really interesting. And single grain being another one that we're innovating on as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, the Wonders of Wood series, the single pot still cast strength versions and you know we've got a whole host of goodies and i think the the good thing about it is um there's a growing following for a lot of the series that we're doing like the wonders of wood or even an understanding of what single pot still actually is that right. there is much further to go and um alex just the nature of his um skill set is very focused on innovation so even going back seven, eight years ago, he was laying down stock in interesting casks. He was doing uh, interesting mash bills with crystal malt, crystal rye. We've got um, all sorts of uh, innovations that um, we can layer on top of the, the core range that we do. Um, so really exciting. And as I said, the, 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 the best thing about what we do is getting to present whiskeys that people weren't expecting or discovering Irish whiskey in a very, very different way. Yes, and there's something for everybody, whether it's the sweeter, complex approach of the teeling small batch, which I love, or the uh, the black pits. You got some beautiful smoke and sweetness. That Sauterne cask, the bourbon mm, cask. Yes. I mean, these are all so interesting. Uh, there's a wide range of flavors, and with those wide range of flavors, uh, I understand there's a few favorite cocktails that 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 you have. What are the favorite ones you have with your uh, your teeling? Yeah, I suppose it feeds back to uh, the, our approach to Irish whiskey. So we've always been quite respectful for the tradition, but hopefully for us as a newer generation, putting our own stamp on it. So, you know, Irish coffee has been probably the most renowned, globally recognized Irish cocktail for, for nearly 50, 60 years. For us, it was taking that and trying to put our own teeling stamp on it in a Dublin way. So, you know, I think I said just for for St. Patrick's Day, it would be a big tradition of having a Irish coffee in our distillery, but we've, uh, I suppose, named it in our own way. It's a Dublin coffee um, because we use, obviously, the whiskey made in Dublin, but also we then use um, a thing called a stout syrup. So we take a stout from uh, Dublin being the home for one of the most globally recognized stouts in the world, 
uh, take that from a craft brewery and reduce down the stout, uh, make it into a syrup. And then also as well, we work with a local um, coffee roaster called Cloud Picker, which is about a kilometer away from the distillery. And in the same way that we would have done it with the guys in variety in um, Brooklyn, we right. went out and sourced what we felt was the best balanced blend of roasted coffee to go to try and create what we feel is the best Irish coffee in Dublin um, and call it the Dublin coffee to differentiate really away from the traditional standard Irish coffee that a lot of people would know. Um, also as well, we like riffs on old classics. So again, yeah. and we would have done things like a, a Teeling Tipperary or, um, you know, even a, utilizing the um, black pits in a penicillin or a Rob Roy, which again, people really wouldn't expect from an Irish whiskey because they don't expect it to stand up. Um, and then we would have, uh, I suppose, taken some inspiration from Jack McGarry there in the Dead Rabbit in New York. He would have created, I think, all the Irish Maid, which again is a really light, refreshing, uh, fruit forward cocktail, which utilizes our small batch as the base to bring through some of those flavors. And, you know, again, just trying to open up, I suppose, perceptions to what Irish whiskey can be. And I think yeah. the whole thing that um, we try and do is innovate and add little twists. And I think the the, the cool thing about the, the cocktails in um, the distillery is that there are a little twist, healing twists on cocktails that people would know, but we put our own stamp on it. You put your own stamp on it. You've, you've done that so well, and you're going to continue to. I put the website through up. through a lot of a lot of trial and error. We've drank a lot of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's, it's my kind of trial and error, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's a tough job, or... but someone's got to do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So is there a, is there a favorite uh, or a, for your family – is there anything special that's a, a teeling tradition for St. Patrick's Day that that you all do? Yeah, and I, I think I touched on it as a family. Yeah. It's a big family occasion. So in the morning, yeah. you go in and see the parade. But see the parade. by the afternoon, you know, uh, you can catch up with family and friends. For us, right. it would be going into the distillery. And my uh, three nieces, my 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 brother's daughters, all three of the stills are named after them, so they go in to see their names. Whereas uh, I've had two, it must be something in the whiskey. I've had two daughters since, so we have five daughters between us. Uh, <laughs> we have casks laid down for uh, for my two girls that their uh, their cousins have made, so they go in and they have an explore in the distillery uh, and do it as a, a family day, and then we would then go and enjoy a couple of cocktails, a couple of whiskeys. Um, and I have family and friends that fly in from all over the world just for St. Patrick's Day. And as I said, it's like all the moons are uh, stars are aligning for this Irish rugby game as well. It's it's for us to win the championship against England at home in Dublin on Saturday, the day after St. Patrick's Day. So I have people traveling back from Australia. I have people traveling back for basically Paddy's Day and then for the Ireland England match. So it's going to be one hell of a party. Um, I'm hoping I can get some babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, here's to that. And again, Stephen Teeling, thanks for taking some time on St. Patrick's Thank Day. You, to Yeah, to really go through, you know, what's going on, what has been going on. I put the link up that's going to give you all the things that Stealing, uh, Stephen Teeling and I have discussed. 
And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon in Dublin, my friend. Thanks so much. Happy St. Patty's Day. Yeah, to you. please come and see really. us. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, enjoy yourself. I hope you find one of the snugs. Cheers, Thank Tom. Thank you very much. Cheers. Let's launch it. Thank you.